Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How's it going? Are we good? Are we, are we, um, are we kicking it? Things going great? I really fucking hope so. Again, another weird week of fucked up stuff, but, you know, I'm, I've accepted it's normal. That's, um, yeah, so that's to the part where I'm not even gonna mention it anymore because it is so fucking normal, and... I just have accepted my new normal. That's all I got to say about it. So, if you are listening to this um, close to release day or the next day, happy Osara, happy spring equinox um, for tomorrow. If you're listening to this in the future, it was great. I hope it was great anyway. I hope you had a great time. Um, I sure the fuck plan to. It's actually been a really great weekend. Um, I actually got my weekend off, guys. Uh, well, kinda, sorta. Um, I did have to go in for a little bit yesterday and a little bit today, but I didn't have to work full shift, so I might as well just call it a win and got my weekend off. There's always something going on, so honestly, um, I'll take this as a win. Yesterday was actually pretty, pretty sad, or scary sad, both. Um, my cashier got into a car accident on her lunch break, and... She was waiting forever for the police. She's okay. Everybody's fine. Nobody was hurt. But the girl that hit her, it was like her second accident. She was only like 16. So she's still a new driver. And she really shook up and everything was a situation. So I told my um, my girl to stay home. You know, don't worry about it. Just focus on you. Calm down. I went in and covered until somebody else was able to come in early. So super super crazy and then today I just had to go and take some pictures and fix the printer that went um possessed on us and started printing out gibberish like it shot out like (laughs) excuse me like 49 pages with just gibberish printed at the top and my uh ASM who was there was like what the fuck so I said it's possessed just unplug it leave it and I will uh I will try to attempt to fix it later so yeah that's kind of how things have been going, um, work-wise anyway, I mean, for my weekend, I guess, um, it's been, whew, yeah, things have just been so crazy weird, so last week, um, I was telling you guys about the gentleman, no, I told you guys all about that, because I recorded the next day, okay, 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 so I did find out later, um, quick update on that, I found out last night that he was so worried about going um, and getting the police called on him for that. He was getting ready to cut off his ankle bracelet and run. And he only has a month left of all of his house arrest and all this stuff. So he was going to give every bit of that up over shoplifting. So, wow. Um, yeah. And you know, it's crazy because people think that shoplifting is a victimless crime. It goes just against the company, these big, you know, the big corporations, but it's really not... Um, as someone who is highly affected by shoplifting, (coughs) so, excuse me, I don't know how a lot of companies do it, but I do know how my company does, and at the end of the, like, my end of the year, when they do my inventory, I am responsible for everything that I cannot track, so, if there are things missing, or, um, otherwise not have been, like, damaged out, so if something is broke or 
leaking or busted or packaging issues or something like that, we can um, enter that into the system and correct it and get that credit for it. But if you have um, things that are stolen and you can't, you can't enter in anything for it to be stolen, you just have to take that as a hit. And if your number is not under a specific number, but at the end of the year, then you are in trouble for it. You're not really in trouble. You don't get a bonus. Your raises aren't as good. And to me, that's bullshit because I can't control shoplifters. I can watch them. I can make them feel uncomfortable. But what if they don't shoplift that day or they decide to call corporate and say, oh, I was making them feel uncomfortable or I was rude or whatever. Then what? Like, I mean, then I'm going to get in trouble for being crappy to customers. But then at the same time, like, if they're going to shoplift, it's just a whole fucking vicious cycle of stupidity. So it really irritates my soul. But either way, the thing is that people need to know is that shoplifting does affect the employees. It affects their bonuses, their raises, their performance evaluations for upgrades or things like that. So, and inventory, that makes prices go higher. So just don't, um... You know, I had a teenage boy in there, and he uh, stole some food. And he came back in a little bit later, and I think he was going to steal some more. And I had um, said something to him, and I'm like, look, bud, if you're hungry, please just come and tell me. I will literally give you money for food, or I will buy you food, but please just don't steal it. And he was really upset, and he left, and I felt horrible. But at the same time, I, I needed to say something. I didn't turn him into the cops, obviously. I was definitely didn't want to say anything to his parents, because... If he was that scared and hungry, he had to come steal something. I don't quite imagine his parents would really give a shit or take it lightly. You know what I mean? I don't think I just don't think it would have went over well at home. So I didn't bother to um, go down that rock. So I didn't want him to get in trouble. But it's fucking heartbreaking, honestly. So yeah, um, I just it. When it comes to shoplifting and food and kids, it's so fucking hard. So it's a very thin line and it's just there's so much gray there it's fucked up I don't know it's fucked up so anyway yeah so that was a craziness um, I actually went out last night guys I actually went out and did something um, I didn't drink though uh, Travis ended up being sick and didn't get to go but we had a benefit from my uncle he had had a heart attack um, about a month ago and um, wasn't doing real great with it. I mean, he's obviously, he's doing much better now, but we, um, my family put on a benefit with the community to raise some money for him because obviously short-term disability doesn't pay shit when you're out. And he has a teenage son and his wife had passed away back in 2017. Um, my aunt unexpectedly, she just died and it was super heartbreaking and sad. So we had a benefit for him and it was so nice. So many people in the community turned out. Um, I think we raised close to $8,000 last night, which for a very small community, that was that was awesome. So I really was happy to see that. But I went out, and I'll, I need to post a picture on the group. If you guys are, um, I know some of you check my um, personal page, go look at it. I'm gonna put the picture on Instagram, and I'll put in the group. I actually went out in one of my new dresses that I've had for like almost a year, and I've never worn out. My new boots I got from uh, Shoe Dazzle for ten dollars. You guys, I fucking love Shoe Dazzle. And my hat that my hat I wear all the time because I love this fucking thing. So it was wonderful. I loved it. And it was just a great time. I only planned on being there like an hour. I was going to uh, 
fake a situation at work where I had to leave, but I honestly was having a good time, so I stayed, which is kind of rare for me, but it was, it was fun, so I got to see my sister, which I told you guys we are complete fucking opposites, we, we didn't used to be, we used to be very alike, but now we are complete fucking opposites, she is a devout Christian who goes to church regularly, and barely says any cuss words now, and I and me, so yeah, um, it's, it's something, I just want my sister back, but I'm not even gonna get into that today, because I'm gonna run this episode, so, yeah, um, before we get into some stuff, I do want to say, uh, I'm, I told you guys before, I was never gonna do a bunch of ads in my podcast, and I still don't have any intentions to do a bunch of ads, however, Spotify reached out about, um, placing national ads in a few of my episodes, I agree to it, just because it does help me out a little bit more with getting um, the podcast circulated more. It won't be forever. It'll just be for a little bit until we get some um, some momentum going with it all. They did give me the option to offer subscriptions, paid subscriptions, and I did turn that down. I do not want to make it a paid thing. I want to make sure that this stays free. Um, I do... Um, I do like the fact that it's, it's raw, it's natural, there's not, you know, it's pay, you know, it's, it's not taken over by a corporation or anything like that, so I want to keep it that way, please, um, don't get upset with the, the commercial that, or ad, whatever it is, that will pop in, um, I don't like it, but it does help with circulation, so we will try it out for a little bit and see how it goes, so... I want to talk to you guys a little bit about, before we get started in with some of the other stuff I want to go over today, we're in luck for some super magical shit happening this week. If you guys are listening to this on um, release date or even any time before the 24th, uh, it's 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 going to be good. You got, we're lucky. <laughs> uh, it's some really cool magical days are coming up for us, Okay. And it's going to be awesome. So tomorrow the 20th, obviously, is the sweet, the swing, the spring equinox. Um, it's a very important for bringing uh, truth between darkness and light. Huge, huge day for manifesting what you want. And be careful because you will get what you want. So this is a perfect time to set the, um, your intentions and start your manifesting. Because it's going to pull through whatever you want is going to happen. So be careful of what you put out there, you're going to get it, and, uh, yeah, (laughs) just think about it really carefully before you set it out there, make sure you're wording it right, and you're setting clear intention, and manifesting what you want right here, with it being the spring equinox, it will bring balance, and (laughs) equality, balance, and equality to life, which we desperately fucking need right now, so, It's going to be a great day of feeling amazing. And here in Indiana, it's been fucking freezing the last two days. It fucking snowed like a motherfucker yesterday. Like, snow everywhere. And it didn't even say it was going to snow. Like, it was stupid. And the wind was blowing. It was horrible. I could barely even see driving home last night how how bad it was snowing and blowing. Today's a little bit better. It's only uh, 36, but the sun's out. And tomorrow's supposed to be in the 50s. Then we've got all 50s and 60s ahead of us, and I cannot be happier. So, tomorrow is going to be 
sorry, an amazing fucking day, and I am pumped because we need it. Now, on the 21st, the new moon is in Aries, which is great for a fresh start. It's basically springing us forward out of all the bullshit we've been dealing with. It's kind of like a um, catapult into getting away from all the shit we've dealt with all winter long. We're getting a fresh start in the spring. It's just going to be an awesome day. So we've got two days in a row there of awesomeness. Now, 22nd is Travis's birthday. So for us, it's still going to be a great day. But, oh shit, I forgot. There's more on the 21st. Sorry. I got excited about the 22nd my child's birthday, so because I've got some some surprises planned. So, um, also, Aquarius is going to be in Pisces for the next two and a half years. This is also fucking huge. Okay, this is a time to focus on peace and happiness and just spirituality, all the things. So, you guys have heard of the age of Aquarius from back in the 60s the big movement that really started a new age, all kinds of stuff, right? Well, this is like the second coming of the age of Aquarius because it has not been around for a while and we are literally getting this huge fucking boost. I mean, the 21st is huge, guys. We're springing forward out of all the bullshit. We're catapulting into future phenomenal times. Peace, balance, equality, love, it's all coming, and it could not be at a more needed fucking time. This is the time to really fucking take advantage of anything that you've been wanting. Any spells for love, for peace, for equality, for balance, for clarity, for anything. Manifest that shit. This week, guys, is the start of it. But like I said, we're going to be in Aquarius for about two and a half more years, so... We've got some time, and it's going to be a much-needed change that we desperately, desperately have been wanting to see. Now, in the 23rd, oh shit, I'm hitting everything. 22nd, like I said, it's Travis's birthday. I've got some big stuff planned, but on the 23rd, Pluto has been in Capricorn for fucking years, right? Years! But on the 23rd, it will be in Aquarius for just a few weeks, but... That is a time for transformation, a time for growth, a time to shed our old skin and to really embrace the new us, the happier us, the better us, okay? So we're going to take major advantages of all of this stuff happening. This week is magical, and if you don't make it on this week, it's okay. You didn't hear it in time, and it's still fine. It's still fine. It's still fine. Like I said, we're going to be in Aquarius for about two and a half years, so we've got time. No need to rush, but if you want to take advantage of the full power of it all, jump on it on those days. The 20th, the 21st, and the 23rd are some three magical days for us, guys. We're going to take a full advantage of that. It's going to be awesome. There are some different rituals we can do, some different ceremonies, some different spells that are really going to really uh, boost all of this, and I will share some of those in the, um, the Facebook group. There's a great lady on TikTok. I wish you guys, um, I don't know if you guys follow her or not, but I'm going to share her page in there. She's got some amazing stuff. I wish I had more time to do a lot more TikTok videos. I just don't right now. Um, hopefully in the near future I will. I still want to do video podcasts. I just don't have the time. Um, I know I, I do the time to podcast, especially right now though, because with um, our son staying here, he's in my actual 
which room most of the time, so it's kind of hard to um, do the videos in there, but I'm going to very soon. We'll get back to things, so yeah, I'm really excited about all the things coming up this week, so um, before I do the little intro, today's episode is really focused on witchcraft being on the rise and how more and more witches are coming forward and really all the amazing things going on in the world with witch acceptance and all of that. So let's dive in. Alright, so I want to apologize real quick for the way that that um, intro ended. All kind of weird, like um, Travis was ready for um, me to help him with something. And I was trying to rush through so I didn't lose my space because my phone's doing some super weird shit today. Like, I think it's possessed. Um, which is nothing new. Um, it last week, I don't know what the fuck happened, but it started um, acting really funny, it's, it's fairly new, I think I've told you guys I had to get a new one a couple of months back, but, um, it, it's been doing things on its own, which I, okay, I have this thing where when I sleep, I get on my phone in my sleep, I delete apps, I delete people, I get on Facebook, I post things, I delete things, I add people, I share things, I send things and messages, none of it makes any sense, it's all gibberish, I don't know what I do. But I fucked my settings all up, and I locked myself out of a bunch of shit not long ago. Um, real, I mean, last week, it was so long ago last week, but, um, it's all fucked up. Like, I don't know what I did, but when I sleep, I don't know, like, my brain, I don't know if it's like my phone makes a noise, and I'm all of a sudden grab it out of habit, and just start doing weird shit, but it, it fucked up a bunch of stuff. So, now, um, it's been doing weirder shit, I really need to, like, erase it, and just put it back up on some other shit, I don't know, I need to do something, but, yeah, so, I just want to apologize for that, and I wasted a minute and a half explaining why it sounded stupid, so, let's move on, so, witchcraft is really huge on the rise right now, and I really want to talk about this, I think it's really important that we understand what is going on, and we are able to, um, really embrace what's happening, and also be aware of things I talk about every year around Salon because of the bullshit, and I'm moving this little fucking hand balls because it's driving me insane. All right. <laughs> Once again, I'm in the tattoo shop instead of my craft room, so it's always awkward in here. I always feel out of place, but I know what it is. I'm telling you what it is right now. Actually, Trav and I were talking about this earlier. He gets so self-conscious and very frustrated and very, um, just, what's the word? I don't even know the word I'm looking for. He gets weird, not weird, but everything's weird in here. Like, there's a weird vibe in here, and I think it's because the energy in here... I've told you guys before about Jack. I think I mentioned him last episode. Jack basically lives in here. I'm pretty sure his energy state, or his spirit, whatever, hangs in the closet most of the time. But his energy just throws me off, and I feel flustered. I feel off. I second-guess myself. I don't trust my guts as much. I don't feel super, what's the word, see, and I'm stumbling through shit, I just don't feel 
real confident when I'm in here compared to the craft room. And I really think it's Jack's energy in here that really fucks with me and throws me off. But either way, we're going to power through it today. So, witchcraft's on the rise, okay? It is growing like crazy. The last study that I was actually get, able to get like a, um, a number on was the middle of 2022. And it had a 1 million known witches in America that were known of some sort have came forward part of some coven that's listed somewhere registered whatever there was a million of us that's not including 90% of our listeners listeners who don't even register anywhere or aren't part of some larger coven that is registered and recognized somewhere huge you know what I mean like I know I recognize you and I know you guys are here and I know that there are tons of other witches out there, but they're, you know what I mean by being registered and being actual, like, listed as part of this community. I mean, maybe you guys are. Maybe I don't know about it and you guys are, but my whole point is that there's over a million listed witches that people, for a fact, know are. There are so many more in the broom closet. There are so many more who keep themselves a secret. There are so many more that, honestly don't even realize that they are fully a witch yet they are still in that lost soul wandering phase where they're just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and who they really are you guys know that phase you've been there i'm sure of it unless you were lucky enough to grow up in the craft and not have to spend so much time lost and wandering and searching for your tribe really but that said why why is it rising so much why are so many coming forward well there's a lot of reasons okay i've spent a lot of time on this subject actually when i say a lot of time i mean like fucking a year or so honestly more than that honestly because i started looking into it when i started the podcast and that was in 2020 so fuck three years or so and i have a few different answers but honestly only each witch can really know why they started witchcraft or why they embraced it, I guess. One of the biggest reasons, right off the bat, when I talk to any witch or, or not any witch, but when I talk to witches or read stories online of people, read their interviews, one of the largest fucking reasons is because organized, organized religion has caused so much trauma for them personally, for their family, for people they know, for many, many reasons. I'm not here to knock religion. You guys know I'm an atheist. You know my thoughts on all of that. But I do want to point out that some people are very lucky to be accepted into a wonderful church, a wonderful program where they have their questions answered. They aren't pushed to the side. There's no sexual assault. There's no Uh, bigotry, there's no prejudice, there's no um, persecution of anyone who's different. Some people are very lucky to have that. But that's not the story for everyone, unfortunately. And it's happening more and more and getting worse and worse in a lot of places. I myself have told you guys many times I grew up going to church religiously multiple times a week. Um, Sundays, multiple times on Sundays and Wednesdays. 
um, I went to church camp, I did all the things, and I always had questions, and I always got told the answer. Just because you have to have faith. Just believe. Because the Bible tells us so, that's why. And after asking questions and never getting a real answer, you sometimes start to question the validity of any, everything you fucking know. You question what is real, what is not, what is complete bullshit, what's partial truth, what's partial lie. Like, there's just so much. So you find yourself wondering and you find yourself questioning and aimlessly just going around looking for something to believe in. I knew when I was little that I was supposed to be a witch, that I was born to follow this path. But it was taboo, it was wrong, it was evil, it was demonic, it was everything bad that you've ever been told. So I shoved it down, I pretended it wasn't there, I I always wanted to embrace it, but was too fucking scared because I was supposed to be somebody else. I was supposed to follow the word of God. I was supposed to follow the Bible. I was supposed to be the good girl who just followed orders. I was supposed to be the cheerleader, the, you know, the little miss high school who signed up for all the clubs and all the extracurricular activities let the football game, you know, cheers on Friday nights. And I played that role for so fucking long that it made me sick. Because when I was out in the public, in the eyes of anybody besides myself, I was that girl. But when I was alone in my room at night, I was my true self. And that's when it felt the most amazing, the most empowering, the most confident, the most fucking joyous feelings ever. And I had so very little time with her that she faded away. I had to bury her deep down because I was losing time with her. As I got older, I had to participate in these extracurricular activities. I had, I had a job while I was in school and had to sleep. So I got, you know, a few minutes a day with her. And she just went away. Not for good. She wasn't completely gone, but she was in the closet. Or she stayed for so many fucking years. Until one day, I could not keep her contained in that closet any longer. She was ready to come out. She wasn't ready to embrace her true self and be who she was supposed to fucking be the whole time. I kept her locked in that closet tight for so long that when she came out, she broke down the motherfucking door and she screamed to the world, here I am. And I haven't been able to shut up ever since. And I'm happy. I'm so fucking happy that it did. Yes, I've had bad days. Yes, I've had days where I've questioned what the fuck I'm doing or I've wondered, you know, so many things, but... Even my bad days now, being a witch, are better than my best days of being the girl I pretended to be. 
an amazing feeling to just be free and not feel that fucking burden of pretending to be who you're not and just keeping everything buried deep down boarded up locked away it just sucks really bad but like many others I spent many years of indoctrination just being beat into my fucking head and a lot of people are, are now spending time undoing that indoctrination. I can't speak. People are spending a lot of time undoing all of that trauma that they had. All of the things that have been beaten into their head of, you know, showing your shoulders is going to cause, you know, a fellow brother in Christ to fall and to lust after you and being held responsible for every fucking man's feelings by the way I dress, act, talk, look, everything having lipstick on was causing someone to quote unquote fall and lust shut the fuck up I was a child I am not causing anyone to lust as a fucking child that person's a pedophile sorry, plain and simple if I am 12 and a 36-year-old man is, quote-unquote, fallen by my lipstick, that man should fall right into a fucking jail cell. But that's a whole other fucking topic. But honestly, people are turning to witchcraft because they're finding that spiritual freedom when they start undoing all of that indoctrination, when they start searching for answers on their own and stop believing everything that's been beat into their head some people are not sure what they believe in they know that they don't want to follow the traditional religious organized religion roles you know they don't want to go in that path of unanswered questions so they go and search and what they have is a spiritual awakening and it leads them to us And it's pretty awesome because, you know, here's the thing. If you think about it and you ask a witch to define what a witch is and you ask 100 witches to define it, you're going to have probably 100 different answers. They're all going to generally be the same, but you're going to have 100 different answers because what we consider to be a witch is different in so many ways. Literally, so many ways. Everybody is different. And that's what makes it so wonderful. That's what makes witchcraft such an amazing, peaceful, part, tribe, coven, whatever you want to call it, to be a part of. Even solo witches, solitary witches, all the time, still feel that unity of having other witches there if they need them. Even if they practice everything solo, they know that they could turn to other witches for guidance, help, backup of anything. I mean, they know they're not alone. And that's one of the great things that really draw people into witchcraft. Spiritual awakening has a profound and lasting fucking impact on your life. When you have that moment and you realize your feelings are... You know, whatever it is that you're experiencing in that moment, when you realize that they are validated and they are real and it's not just some fairy tale bullshit, 
you feel so fucking empowered and powerful and alive and just at peace with so many things. There can be so much chaos going on in your life. But at that moment, when you realize how spiritually free you really are, it is just a fucking rock your fucking body moment. You guys remember that. You remember what it was like when you first embraced the craft. You were probably nervous. You were probably scared. You were excited. You were worried. You were anticipating all kinds of things. You were just so full of emotions. You were probably having an emotional tornado, as I call them, or a fucking emotional hurricane at that point. But you remember that feeling. I'm sure you do. You remember that just body fucking intense feeling of taking steps to really change your life forever. And a lot of people are starting to see that themselves. That's why witchcraft is really growing like crazy. So much further than when I started this podcast three fucking years ago. We, I mean, our numbers have doubled, almost tripled from then. Because so many people are realizing how fucking special it is. I mean, you have the ability to be yourself. 100% be yourself. You have individuality within a group setting. I mean, you can literally be individ- and your own individual person but still be around like-minded people and you're still going to stand out because you are unique and special and you get to be your one true self. And there are no quote-unquote rules. I mean, say it with me. There's no wrong way to be a witch. Yes, there are some rules, especially if you follow a Wiccan. You know, there are some rules, but they're not the rules of man. They're not made up in a book of bullshit rules that were made a long fucking time ago that people cherry pick through and only pick the ones that they want to adhere to. Witchcraft is rules that are for a reason, for a purpose. And if you don't follow them, it's going to come back on you. I mean, it's just, it's common sense shit, honestly. It's not a book full of stories of incest and rape and murder and treason and horribleness and infanticide and genocide and so much fucking more it is quote unquote a book of empowerment of amazement of magical bliss why wouldn't people come to witchcraft why did you come Because it's fucking amazing. And it's who you're supposed to be. You know. One of the things that really gets me. Is I've said this in so many episodes. Witchcraft. And many other religions. Are so fucking similar. In the things that we do. And how we do them. And you know. Think about church. And I don't know if you've done mass. Or whatever. But when you. Um. Yeah, the when you drink the blood of Christ and um, do communion and all that. It's the same kind of stuff as doing a ritual in witchcraft. Same fucking concept, just different ingredients. Different words, but it's the same thing. When people say prayers, it's like doing a spell. You're saying an incantation. When you mix things in church and you 
do this offering and do this and you save this and, and now you're blessed. It's the same shit as doing a ritual. But we call it different things and one is perceived as bad and the other is perceived as good. But people are opening their eyes and realizing that they are the fucking same and maybe it's the other way around about what is good and what is not good. Maybe the bad one is the one that everybody thinks is good. But it's... I'm not, and again, I don't want to get anybody upset or riled up or anything. I'm not saying all religion is bad. I'm not saying all Christians are or bad or horrible. But if you look at the um, stakes and the facts, I don't know why I said stakes. If you look at the facts and the, uh, the fuck's that word? Stats, statistics, fuck. I don't even know, or I don't know where I got stakes out of stats. There are a lot more children being harmed and women being harmed in organized religion than there are in witchcraft, drag shows any of that but yet those are the bad things. Those are the things we have to watch out for. Those are the things we have to be cautious of. Those are all bad parts and I just don't fucking get it. I don't because it's all the same honestly. And the the biggest thing you know about about witchcraft that is the better than religion is we're not trying to go around recruiting everybody we're not going knocking on people's doors asking them to join our coven I mean maybe it'd be cool maybe we should but we don't and we're not gonna tell you that you're gonna burn in hell if you don't join our coven so there's just so much um amazing things that just is my I just get so excited when I find that these numbers are growing and more and more people are embracing who they are meant to be and who they really are deep down inside because they finally get to be free and be happy and enjoy life the way that they were meant to and our numbers are rising like crazy so many people are finding their pace their pace their place and their setting and coming out and now there's still a lot in the broom closet but you know baby steps guys baby steps so let's go ahead and get this out of the way before I bring up some other uh, cool things that I want to talk about about newer witchcraft and we're back um, I'm going to apologize again god damn so I think this whole episode is going to sound a little flighty. There's a lot of shit happening at the moment um, with work or home stuff here happening that like I keep getting called to and work stuff. My phone is literally blowing up from my boss um, from corporate. So I'm really sorry if this episode sounds really flighty or really like just a cluster of fucking shit. But um, I promise next week will be better. Uh, just really sorry. So anyway, back to... Um, witchcraft on the rise and why and what's happening and all that stuff so like I said a lot of it is coming from people getting through their religious trauma and kind of finding themselves again and really getting in touch with their inner self and the side of them that has been buried for so so long and undoing years of trauma and curiosity and self deprivation some uh, some 
issues that we may never even know about that some people go through that's just kind of they've dealt with on their own. But what all really comes down to is an awakening, really a spiritual awakening that has kind of set them on an explorative explorative path and they found their calling. And now I know some of you may think, I never really had a spiritual awakening. That's not what got me here. It, it was. Um, it, it was. It was just maybe kind of small. Um, maybe you didn't realize what that's a, that the fuck. Why can I not speak? You may not have realized that that was what it was, but it's in there. Um, I, I've actually spoken to some people. It's kind of funny. I actually had this conversation with a um, witch here in town maybe a month ago. And she was talking about how um, when she finally, when she first, you know, stepped into um, the light and the path and um, started out, she didn't have a spiritual awakening. And she's like, I, everybody says you do, but but I didn't. And she's going on. And she's like, I knew, you know, I, I knew this is what I was supposed to do, blah, blah, blah. And then she said about a year after uh, she, you know, had had that conversation with somebody that it hit her and she realized, oh my God, that was my awakening moment. Like it was a bunch of little moments kind of together brought her to this path, but she didn't really look at it as a, a quote unquote awakening because it was so many little things that happened that got her to where she was. So, I mean, everybody's different and maybe you don't, maybe you didn't have one, but I feel like there was some little tiny flame in there that probably set you on this path and got you where you are. And, you know, it's hard because for many, many, many years, which has been seen as wicked or evil or crazy or just bad in general. I mean, everything. I mean, we've just been given a bad rap from day one. Going back to Salem, I mean, you guys, we've talked about this. You, Everybody knows the story of the Salem witch trials. There have been witch trials in many other countries. It's not just America. And what really, really just sets me afire is the fact that Salem witch trials didn't even involve real witches. It was just a bunch of girls fucking pointing the finger at each other for doing dumb shit and didn't want to get in trouble for it. But people are like, oh, no, no witches were hurt, so it wasn't real. It was all fake. It's all pretend. It's just a game. You're mentally ill, which, <laughs> remember that. But, yeah, it's crazy because they think of that time frame. They think of the witches being burned across the globe and other countries. They think of just the bad things. Even fucking Disney has made us out to be villains. I mean, fuck's sake. But we've overcome a lot of that. I mean, look at the TV shows and shit back in the day. Wizard of Oz. They made that bitch look fucking crazy. But it it it's not just TV and the history books. A lot of it was, unfortunately, Christians and other organized religions giving witches a bad name and giving witchcraft a bad name way way back in the day way 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 back before all of 
the religion became so of what it is today and so fiercely judgmental people went to witches for help they turned to them for medicine for healing for guidance for protection for so much witches were revered as amazing people they were healers they were wonderful they were the people you went to when you needed help okay and then some people got a little jealous some people got a little stuck in their fairy tale book of what <sighs> I was going to say something I'm not going to say it it's bad um, <laughs> some people just got so stuck in what they believed and thinking that everybody should believe what they believe and anybody who didn't was bad evil satanic and just absolute trash and that caught on and that spread people made rumors about well the witch did this or the witch killed my child and it continued on until we were all just bad people who needed to be persecuted for just existing which is not fair and bullshit but TV and movies back then did not do us any favors you have the wicked witch of the west you have in Snow White the wicked witch gives her the poisonous apple there are so many and the sea witch Ursula even in uh, Little Mermaid I mean they made us out to be bad left right and center every fucking representation for years and years and years made us out to be horrible Horrible, horrible, horrible. But then came a time in the 1960s when feminists started bringing Wicca to America. And it changed a lot of things. People still saw it as evil and bad and satanic, but it also piqued curiosity. But people who were starting to question things they were starting to question why the man should always come first, why men should be ahead of women, why women don't earn as much, why women don't get the same opportunities that men do, why women had to have their husband's permission to have a credit card or couldn't have a bank account, even sometimes without their husband being on the account, couldn't get a loan for things, could not do fucking shit. Women got tired of it. And so they stood up and they brought Wicca here. And it was amazing because it was something new for women to embrace and to show that they have power, show that they are not just the little obedient, meek, mild family member that stays in the kitchen. And it was secret back then. It was very secretive. And very quiet because it didn't, they didn't want it to be ruined by people thinking that it was all evil or bad. And then it was, it was really good. They did do good about keeping it quiet and only sharing with like-minded people until Gerald Garner wrote his book because he wanted the money and the fame. But we've already discussed him and I do not want to get any further into him, especially right now. Maybe later we will. We, I mean, we've done a rough coverage of him, but we'll, we'll do more later. But the witches then realized that it wasn't only women. There were men who were just as equal as we were in 
the spiritual realm and in life in general. These women didn't want to be better than, they just wanted to be equal. And then when they realized that men, some men, wanted to be in that same spiritual plane and on that same movement as them, they were willing to welcome them in and show them, you know, what they do, how they are, and who they really are. And we grew, and men have been in our quote-unquote global coven ever since. But some people still look down on it because, you know, it was horrible. But after that, after it started to grow a little bit there, it really became a thing of trust. You trusted who you knew would feel the same way. And now, things to... Honestly, I mean, we really have to thank some of the newer TV shows and movies like The Craft from the 90s, Practical Magic, I think it was... It wasn't 80s, it was 90s for sure. Sabrina the Teenage Witch and so much more have really brought witchcraft into a better light and kind of lightened it up a little bit. But it also helped pique curiosity. And it helped kind of show us as not the demonic creatures that we've been created out to be for so fucking long. And that kind of opened the door for us. I know the craft kind of has, it shows both sides. It does show um, bad people, bad witches, but also shows the love and light witches, which, I mean, I say witch a lot. And it sounds weird when you're talking about witches and then you're like, which witch is it? You know, sorry, I got sidetracked. Did not take my ADHD meds today. Anyway, that opened the door for people to let that flame burn a little bit brighter. That fire's been inside each and every one of us for a long time. And when we acknowledge it is when it starts to grow. And these types of movies and shows really kind of opened that door a little bit more and gave that fire some oxygen to grow inside of people without having to feel like they were bad or going to be persecuted or going to be judged or looked bad. And in the early 90s, even in the late 90s, early 2000s, it was still a slippery slope of really coming out and being open. Guys, I I was very quiet until 2000s. I was very shy all through school. I graduated in 99. Nobody saw that side of me. Not a single fucking person. Even my bestest, most dearest friends who knew every fucking thing about me had no fucking clue back then. My most bestest friend ever literally was the one I went to church with every single fucking time. Her and her family. And I remember when I finally, her and I were having a chat one day and I told her, then I wasn't fully honest. I just told her, you know, I don't think that I believe in God anymore. And at that point I was fully atheist, but I just, I didn't want to, how do I want to say this? I wasn't ready for that persecution from her because as much as I love her and as much as she was my dearest friend in the whole wide world, I knew that she had been so indoctrinated and so just encompassed and soaked in all of that, that it would be hard for her to accept me for me in that time and plane that we were on at the moment, but... I told her, and um, 
she brought me a movie and a book. A movie, um, a book called God's Not Dead. And a movie about something and put it in my mailbox. And since then, um, we've never talked about it again. And we actually just stopped talking basically all together. Uh, she would come into the store wherever I was at, or we'd see, you know, wherever I saw her in, in town, or even on the phone or on, you know, social media. We would chat, and um, it, it it was never that anymore. It was, hey, how's it going? Or it asked me a question about something else, but it was never brought up again. And then you could just feel that that um, separation. You could feel that any type of um, bond that we had was dissolved. And it was uh, two acquaintances instead of two best friends. And that's hard. I mean, it really is super hard when someone has been a part of your life for, you know, 27 years, 28 years at that point, And then all of a sudden, it's they're just not there anymore. But it made me realize in that moment that uh, I needed to be around people who appreciated me and accepted me for me and were not going to judge me for who I truly am. And honestly, I feel like it was just at that point in time to to go the separation. You know, we're at that fork in the road where she needed people around her who could fulfill her things and I needed people around me who could fulfill mine. And of course she didn't fall into the uh, three F's category. You know, I'm sure you guys all heard of that. Well, maybe some of you haven't, but the three F's, if they're not feeding you, then their opinion does not matter. If they're not financing you, paying for things, you know, their opinion does not matter. And if they're not fucking you, their opinion really doesn't matter. And honestly, the last one's a little loose. It just depends on if there's love there or not, but that's a whole other story. But honestly, it really does have that moment where now that we are older, I guess I do want to throw that part in. Now that we are older and it's been a long time and I've fully stepped out and embraced my full witchiness and my atheism and every bit of me, it's different. Um, we, we talk a little bit more in person, but like, I mean, when we see each other, but it's not near what it was before and it won't ever be, it, it just won't ever be. And that's fine because again, it just doesn't fall in line with what I need in my life. The things that I need to sustain me, to make me happy, to make me feel fulfilled and joyous and empowered and uniquely acceptable, I guess. Um, yeah, that story just got me a little emotional, so I just kind of got off track. Sorry about that. But in all reality, it is, it is hard um, when you have that closeness and it's just gone. But sometimes it takes a bit to get past all that to realize that you actually are better off. Um, I, I'm just not going to dwell on things like that. You know, there are little bits of it that I do get bothered by that. 
I don't have that there, but honestly, in the last 15 years that all this has happened, I don't feel like I really missed out on anything, honestly, you know? Like, I, I don't really care anymore. I mean, I know it sounds horrible, but I am so much happier being me and really, truly being me and embracing myself than I ever was before. Even on my best fucking days, my worst day is of being a witch beats my best fucking days of being in the closet and being someone I was not and never was meant to be, you know? Whew, I got off track somewhere, but, um, but honestly, like, we're, the, the shows and the movies have really brought to light that ability to see that we are not all evil, that we are not all satanic, that we're all not, not all devil worshippers. And people are really finally getting to see the truth about witches. And it's about embracing your true self. And it's such a freeing and empowering experience. Stepping out of the room closet was literally the most amazing boost to my life and my self-conscious and confidence, self-conscious, self-confidence. Fuck, I cannot speak. I mean, again, I know some of you guys are still in the broom closet, so you may not have felt every bit of this that I'm here to discuss, but you had to at least felt some of it when you embraced your yourself and who you are. But just think about how amazing it felt when you when you finally started your journey. Like I said, that excitement, that freedom that fear, but good fear, um, the empowerment, the, just, you feel your body just flowing with that fucking energy, and that connection to Mother Earth and the universe, it's like, she just kind of says, hey baby, I'm here, I'm, Mama's here, you know, she's gonna take care of us, and it may not all be at once, some people I've talked to literally have it happen in, in steps, and I think the reason why mine was so profound and such a fucking huge deal is because I did spend so much time buried in that closet, buried deep down, not showing anybody who I was, and spent so many years pretending to be who I wasn't just to please people and to not ruffle feathers and, you know... It's <laughs> so crazy. Just looking back, I just the fact of how far I've came in my life has of my life changed. It's a fucking one eighty. I mean, and I am so much happier now. And that's why people are coming to witchcraft. They're turning to witchcraft because of the empowerment, the feeling of power, the feeling of freedom and love and self-confidence and excitement and just overall overflowing with emotions of peace and happiness and wonder and excitement and awe and just so many things as an emotional tornado and it's literally not just a one-time shot you have these feelings all the time when you do your first spell when you do your first ritual when you cast your first motherfucking circle when you read cards for the first time or you do your first divination of any kind, every time you do something, you feel these just 
different emotions. And if you're not feeling them, you're not letting yourself feel them. If you're not feeling that excitement, if you're not smiling from ear to ear, when you start doing something new or different in your craft, you're you're holding yourself back. All right, I'm going to say it. I, I'm going to say I really think you're holding yourself back if you're not getting super excited when you try new things or you're not feeling that empowerment. And maybe it's because you're not trusting yourself or you're not having that confidence. But get it, girl, guys, both of you, everybody, all of you. You guys are amazing. And let that rush come over your body. Let that adrenaline out. Don't be scared to feel those feelings. These feelings and everything that I'm describing is the reason people are turning to witchcraft. Because of that overwhelming sense of just bliss and nirvana and utopia because you're finally able to be who the fuck you are. You know, a lot of people used to say that uh, witchcraft was not real. It was mental illness. And you would have to be mentally ill to believe that you could control someone else's actions or thought, read their thoughts or be in their head or read their auras or their energy or, or talk to spirits or any of these things. And I can see why people say that. I really can see it because they're so close-minded about life and possibilities and the world and the universe and they just don't want to even think about any of that. That is all malarkey. That is all mental illness. But yet they believe that a man lives in the sky and watches over them and tells them what to do, talks to them. And it, and a devil was in a snake and told Eve to eat the apple. Those are completely believable stories that a virgin had a baby all 100% believable but somebody being able to feel and understand the energy in a room or be able to read someone's mind or be able to read cards and read the future that's all bullshit completely unreal not even possible mentally ill come on come on People are opening their eyes. They're realizing all the bullshit happening. They're realizing that it's the same fucking shit with just different players, different variables. Same shit's happening. Just which side is more believable. And I said which side because the which side is more believable because it's real. We're not mentally ill. We're mentally open. We are quote-unquote woke, which I think is fucking funny. I'm not going to get into that whole political bullshit side of it all, but enlightened. We've been enlightened, and I, if that means woke, then I'm fucking woke because being able to see all of the amazingness that is encompassed and just surrounding you in witchcraft is an amazing feeling and it's amazing to see other people finding their journey and the fact that our numbers are just growing like fucking crazy is so fucking 
heartwarming to me to see that people are really finding their true calling, their true path. And it could be complete opposite of your path. It could be a whole different fucking side road off yours. But we're still in the same universal coven, the global coven. We're all on this big fucking rolling rock through the fucking universe. So we're all in it together. And isn't it great to see other people really having that moment of inspiration and happiness and fulfillment by finding them their true self and their true calling? I mean, think about if you have any friends that have um, joined the craft and have really decided to embrace themselves and their witchy side and how amazing you felt for them when you found out. It's awesome, isn't it? Now, if we can feel that way about our friends, we can feel that way about strangers too. And I do. I think it's great. And that's exactly why people are doing it because they see we are for the greater good, not the individual. We care about everyone, not just the people who follow what we say or what we follow or what we do. I mean, it's really just an empowering feeling of sheer bliss to find your path and to realize that there are so many others out there and honestly it it all comes down to self-healing for me and I think a lot of people can agree to this but witchcraft is one of the best forms of self-care you have the freedom to be happy without all these constrictions and rules and being told that you're gonna go to hell and you're gonna burn for an eternity and that you're a sinner and all the things you do are bad and horrible and you are second best to men you are just the a second class version of a man I mean it's honestly I can't that part just irritates my soul but the peace that you feel when you just know that you are doing something that's right for you and that makes you happy and something that you were meant to do and meant to be a part of the spiritual connection with the universe and mother earth and Hecate and Lilith and all the fucking gods and goddesses is such an amazing feeling that people are sharing that story they're sharing their quote-unquote testimony they're being a quote-unquote witness and sharing it with friends and letting them see how amazing this movement is and I call it a movement because honestly at this point that's what it is it's growing so fast and so fucking crazily that it's it's become a movement this is nothing compared to what we used to be nowhere near where we used to be we used to be a quiet society who kept to ourselves we were secretive for our own fucking protection we would walk in the shadows to not draw attention but now look at us guys we're everywhere witches are coming out all over look at witch talk on tiktok there's so many witches out there sharing their their experiences their stories their life their spells their rituals their everything with complete strangers and they're doing it proudly and freely And look how happy they are. Look how amazing. They just... You can can just feel how amazing they feel. 
just by looking at them, you could see it. You could see that happiness, that empowerment, that utopic feeling. Because they're not hiding. They're not scared of persecution or judgment or or all the other things that come with organized religion and politics and everything else. It's just witches being themselves and really embracing who they were meant to be and following their path. No wonder people are joining the craft left and right. Honestly, I mean, fuck, if I wasn't already one and knew I was for years, I would be jumping on this fucking path and like, whoa, let me in, which I'm already here. I'm so thankful I've been here and spent the last years that I have in this plane on this path and living this life of just fucking bliss instead of being stuck in a place where I was just miserable with the outside world forever I mean it's it shouldn't come as a shock to anybody why witchcraft's on their eyes honestly Uh, it's so amazing for your mental health and unionship of knowing you're not alone you can be an individual witch you don't have to go to meetings or um, different events with other witches but you still feel that that unification even being a a solitary witch you can still feel that unification because you know you're not alone think of how our ancestors had had spent their time being alone and worried of who they could trust and not trust and who was safe to talk to and share their life with and share their path with because they end up getting fucking burned at the stake or hanged or shot or whatever. But now we don't have to anymore. Now we are free to be ourselves. Yeah, we got some modern day witch hunters that are after us, but you know what? If we keep growing, they can get all of us. And they're going to be scared before long because there's too many of us to control. And they're going to learn they can't fucking control us because we're uncontrollable. You know, I actually read an article speaking about health and and self-care and all that. I read an article that uh, some therapists have even been approaching... um, My fucking brain just glitched. uh, Approaching their patients with the thought of spiritual spirituality and enlightenment and kind of nudging them in the way of the craft because they can see how much it will help them. And I think therapists are very special people, amazing people. Um, mine is literally a fucking rock. He's fucking amazing. He likes rocks and crystals, but he can read my mind and he knows exactly what's I mean, He literally can read me like open book, like plain as day like I'm a book because we are on the same spiritual plane he is very similar to us in a lot of things we do his sister is also she follows the Wiccan path which is fantastic I love that I love that he's open to that and these therapists have really realized how amazing the path is and how the craft can really change your life and how I mean honestly it can fucking save people I'm going to be a little bit extra here for a minute, but honestly, I truly feel had I not embraced who I really was, I don't even know if I'd be here. Because I think 
things may have taken over and I may have just been done. Um, Travis has always been so supportive from day one. Um, honestly, he knew in the first, like, little bit of us being together who I was and what I was. He was the only person I ever felt comfortable enough telling. Because he could sense it, like, the universe put him in my life and on my path for a reason. And I think it was him and his support and his dire love that really gave me the strength to embrace myself and and step fully out of the closet. Not just out of the closet when I'm home, but with the door shut, but step all the way out. Go into the world as me. And it's amazing. And I am really thankful. And I think a lot of people would uh, benefit from experiencing the craft. And I think that's why they are joining and, and our numbers are growing like crazy. And therapists are suggesting that people just take a peek at the path and see what it's about because they realize that it is a much more safer place for spiritual people to be than compared to being an organized religion. And I think a lot of people who are, I don't want to word it. So being spiritual and being religious are not the same thing at all. In fact, they are very different. But there are a lot of people who turn to church and organized religion because they are very spiritual and they think that that is the right place for them to be when they realize that their spirituality is not a religious spirituality. It is a different spirituality. And then they end up finding their way to the craft. And it is an amazing amazing thing to see this continuing on so um I know that the title this kind of was a little misleading um you know why is witchcraft on the rise I don't even think I put why I think I just put witchcraft on the rise or something I don't remember but anyway I really wanted to express how amazing it is that we're growing because I did see some people talking about in some of the groups how they um they don't like that there's so many more witches now coming out and how um, it's been so, uh, not televised, but um, it's all over social media, it's all over uh, news articles, and it's it's something people are talking about more and more, and some people like to keep it quiet and keep it secret, and it's completely okay. You don't have to share your your story or your craft with anybody if you're not ready to you can stay in the broom closet as long as you need to as long as you feel safe in there and when you're ready to come out we're going to be here to help you we're going to be here to help you take any of the steps you need any of the protection you need anything you might need to make yourself feel more comfortable more confident and happier in your decision to step out of that closet but if you want to stay in there go ahead and stay it's completely fine it's your craft. There's no wrong way to be a witch, so you don't have to be completely out. You can stay in that closet forever. It's completely fine. Either way, you're still an amazing witch. You're still powerful as fuck, and you're doing an amazing job. So don't be hard on yourself. But the people that are getting upset with everybody coming out and, and stepping into the craft, I think it's being misconstrued. Because I think what is happening is 
you know how I talk to you guys every year around Samhain about how we get the, um, the seasonal witch that comes out to take some pictures with her friends and then you never see anything about them being a witch or any of the craft ever after that until the next year when it's Samhain and they're taking their little Halloween pictures dressed up in the woods with their friends and then again you never see it again. I think what's happening is that we've seen that for so long that we have gotten used to it just being a fad, quote unquote, for a little bit, that we're not expecting everybody to stay, but they're staying. Not all of them. We're always going to have the ones that just take the pictures with their friends and then never, ever, ever do anything with you or, or anything like that again until the next time. But we're seeing a lot of it that we are used to seeing just just come in for the the bandwagon around spooky season and then go back and jump back on the bandwagon again later. We're so used to that that we're when we see new witches popping up everywhere, we just expect that to be the case, and it's not. It's growing like fucking crazy, and people are really starting to realize that it is an amazing thing and it's such a freeing experience and all the joy and self-care and happiness and empowerment and enlightenment and freedom and peace and everything it's bringing that they're just now really embracing it after spending some time dabbling or questioning or fuck some people are just waking up and being like fuck and it hits them like a ton of bricks like Oh, it all makes sense now. This is what I'm supposed to do. I think it's great, and I think we're going to see a much bigger rise coming, and I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited to see how much we grow and where we're at at this time next year. And I think it's going to be a bigger movement than we could ever imagine. And I say movement because at this point, that's what it is. Um it's not a movement that's ever going to die out either. I think it's something that's going to take the entire globe by storm, and we're going to start making some big fucking waves, guys, and I am so ready. I mean, people have been turning to us in times of need for years without telling others and being kind of quiet and shy about it, but I really feel like this time it's changing, and we're going to be the ones that they're turning to for things all the time. And we're finally going to be really taken for as seriously as what we really truly fucking take ourselves as. And I'm excited about it. So be proud of who you are. Be confident. Trust your fucking gut. Listen to your instincts. You are powerful. You're just more powerful than you will ever know you are. Because we're always going to, you know be our own worst critics but be happy be at peace fall in love with yourself again and again every day fall in love with your craft again and again and again try something new embrace all the things that make you feel happy and enjoy your craft and really put your heart and soul into it and see where we go guys Let's see where we are in a year with all this, because I think it's going to be fucking amazing. You're an amazing soul, powerful, mysterious. Do what makes you fucking happy.
I'm super pumped to see how this all goes and where we end up. Before we uh, wrap up, I do want to throw out... um, I'm going to add a little five-minute segment into um, the episodes coming up. It'll probably be a couple episodes from now before we actually get it uh, added in. But my therapist is going to actually start having a a segment in here. It's going to be called um, Uncle Turtle Bear. And it's going to be Uncle Turtle Bear's Corner. And it'll be like a little five-minute um, section that I add in. And it'll have something to do with whether the topic maybe or something similar. It could be something completely different from the topic. But it's going to be kind of like just like a little bit of a self-help thing for us all. Um, it could be something, you know, regarding dealing with addiction, whether you're dealing with that secretly or uh, publicly. Um, and by publicly, I mean like, you know, out with your family and people. Um, it could be something about mental health awareness or self-help or healing or um, little information on crystals or beads, something. But uh, I, I think it's going to be nice to have a little change-up. It's not a paid sponsorship. It's nothing like that. It's just a collaboration I'm um, wanting to do with him and kind of uh, really bring him his uh, wonderful talents in the spotlight a little bit more. Uh, amazing, amazing, amazing feeling I get every time I'm done with my sessions and I I think you guys could really benefit from how empowered and how just amazing I feel when I'm done speaking with him and I think after just a few minutes you guys listening to him you're gonna understand why I get so happy when I have my uh, monthly sessions so um if you go to Facebook it's called Bear Magic I think I'll put the link in the Facebook group because I'm not sure if I can find it to, or I'm not sure if I'll be able to get it into the um, show notes but yeah other than that uh, don't forget we've got some magical days coming up and if you're listening to this in the future you still have two and a half years to really embrace the second coming of the age of Aquarius I hope everyone has an amazing weekday night whatever it is going on and I will talk to you all later bless me love you bye